Wants are unlimited, but resources always limited. So, how do you distribute your limited resources between your competing and potentially unlimited wants to achieve a fulfilling outcome for your life? That is what we figure out on The Money Spot. Welcome to The Money Spot, the place where we answer your money questions. I'm your host, Heather Katonga Woodward, and in this week's episode, we talk about how surprising it is how little you need to save to retire if you start early. So retirement is a dream shared by many of us, but achieving it requires careful planning and early action. In this episode, we'll delve into the world of retirement savings and reveal exactly how much you need to save each month to retire comfortably. So if you're aiming for financial independence, but you're possibly thinking it's a pipe dream, buckle up and discover the key to retiring early. Firstly, we need to understand the two different types of pensions uh, before we jump into the numbers. And there are essentially two primary types. Nowadays, most people have what's known as a defined contribution or a DC pension, whereby the amount you and your employer contribute determines your retirement income. And the risk lies entirely with you because your return, that is the pot of cash you'll have when you retire, depends on the performance of the stock market. Previously, most people had a defined benefit or DB pension, and these were really common and they guaranteed a pension until death based on your final salary or your average salary and the years of service. But DB pensions have mostly been phased out and they won't be covered in this article. If you're a doctor or a civil servant or a teacher, you might have a DB pension or if you're older, you might have a DB pension. If you have a DC pension, so the type we're covering in this episode, if the stock market performs poorly, you'll either have to work longer or plan for a leaner retirement. Defined contribution schemes are sometimes called money purchase schemes or self-invested personal pensions or SIPs. These are similar to what Americans call 401k plans. So how do you calculate your retirement pot? To estimate the size of the retirement fund you'll need, we can employ a simple rule of thumb. You just multiply your desired annual retirement income by 25 and voila, you've worked out roughly how much you should aim to accumulate. But why 25? It's based on something called the 4% rule. It's a widely accepted guideline that suggests that when you withdraw just 4% of your invested pot, every year it ensures your money lasts this is based on research and this research showed that even after three decades your investments tended to grow because the average growth rate of a diversified investment portfolio surpassed that four percent withdrawal rate so four percent is safe some people say suggest uh, go for something lower say three percent but the research suggests you can go as high as four percent and you're good how much will you need to spend in retirement? That's the important thing you need in order to do the calculation times 25. 
It depends on the lifestyle you want. Now let's discuss the various lifestyle options and corresponding expenses you might encounter during retirement. According to research conducted by Loughborough University and the Pension and Lifetime Savings Association, we can categorize retirement lifestyles into three levels, a minimum living standard, a moderate lifestyle, and a comfortable lifestyle. To account for inflation, I've basically boosted the study's figures by 20% because it was done about three or four years ago and we've had a fair amount of inflation since. So they suggest that to maintain a minimum living of st standard, if you're a single retiree, you're going to need an annual income of £12,240, while a couple would need £18,840. For a moderate lifestyle, the figures rise to 24,000, roughly 24,000 for a single person and just shy of uh, 35,000 pounds for a couple. And lastly, to enjoy a comfortable retirement, a single person needs about 40K and a couple about 57K. If you wanna see a, a link to the resource where I got these particular statistics, just look in the source notes and you'll find a link to moneyfacts.co.uk. But what are these different lifestyles assuming? Well, with a minimum living standard, we're assuming a single retiree needs about £46 a week on a food shop, has a one-week holiday and a long weekend within the UK every year, doesn't own a car and spends £55 a year on clothing and footwear. For a moderate lifestyle, our single retiree spends £55 a week on food, enjoys two weeks in Europe, and a long weekend in the UK each year and spends £900 on clothing and footwear every year. And with the comfortable lifestyle, the single retiree spends £67 a week on their food, enjoys three weeks in Europe every year and spends twelve pounds to £1,800 on clothing and footwear. How can we calculate our investment targets? your total investment pot. How much do you need in your total investment pot? Using the 4% rule and these lifestyle figures, I've estimated the amount you need to save for retirement. Here's the breakdown. So if you're going to have a minimum living standard, you need about £306,000 if you're single and just over £470,000 for a couple. For the moderate lifestyle, a single person needs £606,000 and a couple £873,000. And for a comfortable lifestyle, a single person needs £990,000. Let's just call it a million. And a couple needs £1.425 million. I know that these numbers look huge, but keep listening. I'll show you that you can achieve them. You really can achieve them much more easily than you think. Now let's explore the exciting part how much you need to save each month to reach your retirement goals. Assuming you're a basic rate taxpayer, investing in a global passive fund with an average annual return of 7%, and we'll discover or discuss whether this is a reasonable assumption in future. If you're aiming for the comfortable lifestyle, i.e. about a million pounds if you're single and just over 1.4 million pounds for a couple, and ignoring the state pension, I'll explain why next week and also ignoring employer contributions for now, just to keep it simple. These are the monthly amounts you need to put into your pension account and I'm rounding them to the nearest five pounds. If you save 
until the age of 68. In all cases, I'm going to assume you save until the age of 68. If you start saving when you're 22, you only need to put in £195 a month. Or if you're a couple, £140 each. If you're 25, starting at 25 all the way to 68, you need to put in £240 if you're single or £175 each for a couple. If you start at 35, you need £510 put into your pension pot every month if you're single, £370 each if you're a couple. Starting at 40, then it's up to £760 a month if you're single and £545 each for a couple. If you're starting at 45, it's 1,155 if you're single. Ouch, it's getting a little bit more painful per month. And 830 pounds per month each if you're a couple. Start at 50, then you need to put in 1,800 pounds a month into your retirement pot per month. And 1,300, just over 1,300 for each per couple. And lastly, starting at 55, you need to put 3,100 per month into your retirement account per month. If you're single and 2,230 each, if you're part of a couple and it makes sense, you've only got 13 years until you're 68. So you really need to ramp up those savings. What these numbers essentially show us is that the younger you start saving and the longer you save for, the less you need to set aside each month. But there are a few factors that can offset these numbers. So don't worry if these saving targets seem daunting because you can actually have a few things working in your favor, offsetting even the larger amounts that you need to save if you start late. Let's look at these positive factors. First, if you're employed, that is rather than self-employed, the chances are your employer will also contribute to your pension fund on top of your own contributions. Many employers even offer a matching program where they match a percentage of what you contribute. So, for example, if you put in 3%, your employer also puts in 3%. Contact your HR department to learn how this works at your company. Secondly, there's the state pension, and that helps you offset the amount you need to save. But whether or not you should include the state pension in your basic calculation for your target pension pot is open to debate. And that's our topic for next week. Thirdly, any gifts or inheritances supercharge your journey to retirement. But research suggests that the average Briton doesn't get an inheritance until about the age of 61. If you're very fortunate, you may receive a gift or an inheritance from your grandparents. Although at that stage, you'll more likely need that to invest in a home. But still, putting a portion into a pension would supercharge its growth. Here's how the magic of compounding would work. Imagine receiving a £10,000 gift at the age of 28 and investing it all in a diversified global passive equity fund. By the time you turn 68, without any additional contributions, that initial amount would grow to an impressive 163000 assuming a 7% return. Similarly, if you had a 50000 gift at the age of 22, and let it grow with the same assumptions, that would multiply to an astonishing 1.2 million pounds by the time you're 68. I find that astounding. Lastly, if you're a 40% taxpayer, 
the tax savings on your pension contributions are even greater than what I've assumed. Because contributions to your pension are made before taxes are calculated, so saving becomes more efficient. This means you need to save even less to achieve the same effect as someone in the 20% tax bracket. In conclusion, securing a comfortable retirement requires forward thinking and planning. If you didn't have this information when you started working, don't worry. You have it now and you can start now. There is no time like the present to start saving for your future. And here's a bonus. You can share this valuable information with your children, ensuring that they don't make the same mistake that many others do, starting too late. With the right strategies and a proactive approach, you can pave the way for a financially secure and fulfilling retirement. Your future is in your hands. I hope you enjoyed this episode. See you in the next one. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and rate it five star wherever you listen to podcasts. If I haven't earned your five star yet, please send me a message and let me know how I can earn it.